0: Today, with Marilyn and Sarah. We are delighted to get time with you, and more so, we're delighted to see and hear and explore with you what God has for you in this time. I know God has some amazing things to encourage you, to illuminate, give like insight, wisdom, really, really helpful uh, in this program. But I also want to say thank you to our partners. Oh my goodness, partners, <laughs> we couldn't do what we do without you. How- thank you so much for helping us to cover the earth with the word and I want to give you an encouraging report. I love good news and this will encourage you. Patrick's dad got COVID and was out of work for a week. He did not have vacation time and he needed to pay his bills. Patrick called and we prayed with Patrick for his dad. And when his dad picked up his check, he had a bonus of $1,500. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's amazing. Think about that. That's like God coming in like uh, out of the blue. So we want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray for you and we know that God answers prayer. Remember this, Luke one thirty-seven. nothing is impossible for God. Not a medical diagnosis, not a financial deficiency, not a relationship struggle, not a decision, and nothing is impossible for God. So Give us the privilege and opportunity to pray with you by hopping on the website, getting on the phone. We love to pray and see God do incredible things. And Mom, we have a cool guest. Who are we interviewing today? Our guest today
1: is Laura Harris-Smith. And she is really something. And it's basically, give it to God and go to bed. And you think, oh, okay. Am I supposed to get some good sleep and not worry? Yes, you are. And so... This book will help you sleep well, but it really, she gives you some specific things for living in this life.
2: I love the book. Trust me, you will also love the book. Marilyn and Sarah have been covering the earth with the Word on television for over 50 years, but television isn't the only way their ministry can be viewed. Today with Marilyn and Sarah can be seen on platforms such as YouTube, Roku, Fire TV, as well as podcasts on iTunes and Google. It's easier than ever to be encouraged with God's work at home, work, or on the go. You can replay any program at any time. Tune in and be blessed.
0: Thank you so much for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are thrilled to get time with you and delighted to introduce to you our guest, Laura Harris-Smith. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Thank you. Not everybody knows who you are Mm -hmm. in our audience, so can you give us a quick bio? And then we'll jump into some of the cool stuff you've written about related to sleep and rest. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm someone who is passionate about body, mind, and spirit health under duress. It didn't concern me at all 10 years ago. um, But I've been married for 37 years and six kids and 12 grandkids. And I love to write. I've been in television since I was three, on and on and on. I had this king size life and just about ran myself into the ground. And yeah, Jehovah Sneaky just kind of cornered me and fashioned my life in such a way that I suddenly had to learn the concepts of better nutrition, better sleep, you know, sleep hygiene. It's not just diet and exercise anymore. It's diet, exercise, and sleep. And so I began to have to study these topics that would keep me alive. And in the process, decided to go back to school and get credentialed. And I was in the middle of a book deal. And so anyway, all these years later, I'm now, I feel like, I feel like my main calling is to help get the body of Christ where they can live long and strong. Uh, We all know Christians, especially ministers, who are putting ammunition in the enemy's gun by not taking care of themselves bodily. They say, oh, the Lord's got my back. I'm working for him. I'll be good. I've buried four friends that way in ministry. And I'm passionate. I'm passionate about helping get people to live long and live strong. We all have a number of days that we'll live out. But I don't want those cut short. So in, in you know, summary, what I love to do is just to help people live their best life, find what they're supposed to do in life, and be energized to do it. Mm-hmm. That's me.
0: <laughs> and you wrote a book called "Give It to God and Go to Bed." Yes, which is kind of—it seems a little counterproductive, <laughs> counterintuitive. Like, go to bed, you know, give yeah. it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, why, why that combination, that connection, going to bed and giving? Why that 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 relationship? <laughs> well, a, a productive day, a successful
3: day, starts the night before. You know, the Jews are onto something. The day starts the night before, and I, I believe that as we. Do mirror the creation, you know, as six days, and then on the seventh day, God rested. We need that day as well, but we also have to take our cues from nature, which God created. He turns the lights off, He shuts everything down. He puts these amazing chemicals in our body that are released when we sleep that bring healing, the human growth hormone. And as a result of that, that that alone is reason to go to bed, turn out the lights, get, you know, some shut eye, um, your beauty rest. People put all these different spins on it, but it is very health giving to sleep. But I think one of the biggest arguments for sleep, and it convinced me, Is just the time you have there with the Holy Spirit to give you prophetic dreams, which the Bible is full of. Uh, Oh my goodness! What you know? You think about Joseph. He was told in the middle of the night, take Mary and the child and get out of here. Flee to Egypt. They're trying to kill Jesus. I don't know if I was Mary. If my husband said to me, "Okay, pack everything up. Let's go right now," I would be. Where and do we have the passports? And are you sure? And then there was a dream that told him to come back into the country. You know, Herod's dead. So if we can look at the nighttime, if you can look at your bedroom as God's conference room, and you can see that when you go into it, you have an invitation to actually get direction from Him for your life. I spend a good amount of time in the book talking about dream interpretations. I included a dream dictionary in there of the top 100 symbols that I get asked about all the time. What does it mean when I dream about this or that? Because, you know, the Holy Spirit within you is the best interpreter, but you need, based on scripture, help with certain symbols uh, so that you can unlock the mysteries of what. and not dismiss everything as a pizza dream. Mm. What if Ezekiel had done that? You know, he saw some pretty strange things. Uh, wheels with eyes and all of that. But it is important for us to rest, not just for our health, but also for our relationship with the Lord. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. You might be watching right now. I just encourage you. We'd love to pray for you. We'd love to pray that God would bless your rest, bless your sleep. Um, And so hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of Give It to God. Go to bed, be super, super, super helpful. One of the things you talk about, there's three big main factors mm-hmm. that keep us from resting or yeah. sleeping. What would you say, you mentioned them in here, but what, yeah. what are those factors?
3: Well, stress, uh, it's every, I don't know anybody who doesn't use that word. If If we don't deal with our stress, it will become distress. It will distress your body. It will show up somehow in your body. You cannot segregate your body, mind, and spirit. You can't say, well, you know, I go, 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 and I get four hours sleep a night like I used to, uh-huh. but I'm happy, and I, I pray, and I'm real connected with the Lord, and I'm at peace. No, you're only treating two-thirds of yourself, or let's say you get sick, and you only pray, and you don't change your physical habits at all, and you don't dig into the reason why your mind is not at rest and you've opened the door to all this sickness, then you're just treating one third of yourself. So stress is a big one. Worry is another one that's totally different than stress. Hmm. Some people, when they get stressed out, they lash out. Some people internalize and they worry and they get locked up in fear. And it, it's real. I mean, it's tangible. It affects people's decision making. Um, any decision I ever make in fear, and I am—I feel like I'm a fearless person, and I feel like I've been that way my whole life. But I can tell any decision I've ever made in fear; those are the things I have to apologize the most for. When I'm telling someone I'm sorry, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I jumped ahead there. I was afraid this project will go south if I didn't so and so. And if you can identify the fears, then by the time you get into bed, you're not going to have to lay there and rehearse your whole day tomorrow or what you should do. Um, So that is a really tangible one. The other one is work, you know, work. And you can be stressed and worried about work, but I'm talking about just, you sleep with the laptop, you you won't, you know, and I, and I, I listen, I'm on my laptop all the time. I'm on my laptop all the time, (laughs) But yes. (laughs) But no, you've got to come to a point where you turn everything off. And practically speaking, just as a naturopathic doctor, if I can just say, if you have those glowing stimulants in your room all the time and you're and you're in bed and you have, um, like I said, I, there's plenty of times I've fallen asleep and I'm right there with my laptop, but I know there's that point where I've got to shut everything down, turn the phone off, get it away, when light hits the optic nerve, it signals the pineal gland to stop producing melatonin, which is your drowsy hormone. So people who say, oh, I'm just going to read a little bit on my tablet to get sleepy. It's not going to happen mm. or it's not going to happen as fast, believe it or not. Lay there and pray. The devil will leave you alone if you'll lay there and pray. You know, that's what I'm saying. Also the television, many people turn that on. Guys, that is the tiniest window in your bedroom. It turns all the stress out there in the streets globally. Guys, we're in the end times. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind we are in the last days of Jesus Christ before his return. And you're inviting all of that chaos into your bedroom. And of course, the glowing light is gonna keep you awake. So stress, work, and worry. If you can tackle those three, and I, I really help people you know, baby step through that uh, in the book, then you are on your way to a good night's sleep and a successful day the next day.
1: hmm So this is all in your book. It's all in there. Because you're telling us a lot of things, (laughs) but we need the book. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Mm
0: -hmm. it is. And I think you're watching right now, and you probably can identify with at least one of those three things, stress, worry, work. Um, We we want you to hop on the phone. We want to pray for you. Get on the website. We want to pray for you that those issues... Um, And sometimes we let the enemy deceive us and kind of distort and tweak. Well, it's okay Mm -hmm. to think about work. You know, I'm, I'm very productive. It makes me, you know, I'm better for the kingdom. We kind of (laughs) like disguise or, you know, ignore or minimize or, or accommodate some of that stuff and, or, you know, we, it's okay. But I think Holy Spirit would like to lead you into truth right? Holy Spirit's the spirit of truth. And to reveal to you, these are some key things, key weapons that the enemy is using in your life Mm -hmm. to undermine, to sabotage, to hijack God's design and purpose for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. And of course, grab your copy of Give It to God and go to bed. And when we come back in a minute, I'm really excited about this because at the end of this book, there are 10 key, 10 days of program help you to see this book become more alive and vibrant in your life
4: do you long for deep restorative sleep with dreams directly from the heart of god for your gift of 29 dollars or more we will send you give it to god and go to bed stress less sleep better dream more by laura harris smith this practical guide will help you increase your prayer life bolster your faith and help you sleep better You will learn to hear God speak to you as you rest and discover how to speak back through prayer. We will also send you Marilyn's CD teaching, Winning Over Worry and Renew Your Mind booklet, Sarah's booklet, Getting the Upper Hand, and our Joy and Peace scripture card. And for your gift of $69 or more, we will send you our alabaster oil flask with frankincense oil. Set yourself and others free with the power of prayer and the anointing of oil. Give it to God and reclaim your sleep and dreams. Call or click today. Sarah
2: Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect everyone with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995.
1: Welcome back to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. We have a really special guest and you're gonna love all of this. And one of these things you discuss in your book, which is give it to God and go to bed, and you have a pillow on the front, I think, oh, that's so good. I wish I would thought of that first. Anyway, you talk about voices in your head. Mm-hmm. How do those voices keep us from resting in God? Basically, they're worry voices. They are worry voices. They're fret voices. There's several different
3: voices going on in our head at any given time. We have our critics, all the naysayers. At the end of the day, all of those words are, you know, they're accumulating and floating through the air and trying to get into your head. You need to just let them fall to the ground. All of those people who say you can't, you didn't, you weren't, you shouldn't. Listen, you've got to get God's perspective on who you are. I'm not saying that it's easy, uh, but I give the example in there of when I became a woman minister and and our pastors came to us and said they wanted to ordain me. Now, everybody on this couch knows what I'm talking about. And I lived in a city, a very conservative denominational city that was not going to smile upon that. So I didn't just say yes uh, I had all those naysayers in my head telling me I should not do that, you know, and I had to just ask God, what does your word say? Well, we know it says specifically in his word, he deals with what women can and cannot do. If we go back to the Greek, we see exactly what he means by those don't speak and don't. he's not going to tell women to not speak in, in chapter 14, his letter to the Corinthians, Corinthians, And three chapters earlier, tell them what to wear on their head when they prophesy in church. So you have to get God's word again on that perspective, whatever it is. And then you can let all the naysayers and their words fall to the ground. So I actually issue an apology in the book to everyone who on behalf of everyone, um, you know, for the naysayers who've never said to you, good job. (laughs) Thank you. You did it. And I just say that to them uh, because so many people will not ever say it to you. So there's that voice. There's the enemy's voice. You're a failure. Nobody loves you. He's actually saying his own destiny. He's the failure. Nobody loves him. You're just listening to him talk about himself. Don't listen to him as it pertains to you. And then there's God's voice. You've got to get in tune with God's voice. So that drowns all the other voices out. Those are the three main voices in your head. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. You might be listening and maybe you've been having those conversations. (laughs) Conversations (laughs) with those voices in your head. It's like you're talking to yourself. (laughs) You feel like you're kind of like schizophrenic maybe even. But we want to pray for you that God would help resolve and help identify. Because a lot of times we have those conversations with the enemy. I don't think Eve would have talked with the serpent if she would know have known Mm. like identified. So first off, identify, and then to silence every tongue that rises in judgment against you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you, and of course grab your copy, give it to God, and go to bed. Now, Laura, in the back of this, you do this 10-day little path plan um, to help everybody kind of really reboot. And and what does that kind of look like a little bit? Don't give the whole whole boat away, but because we want you to get the oh, book. No, of I love
3: talking about this. <clears throat> I I love books, but of the making of many books, there are no there's no end, right? Solomon said. And so I always have this desire to, to crawl into people's living rooms and just sit and talk with them. And the closest thing I can think to do that. Is through video or television. I want to get in that box in their living rooms, but I also want to help them in a very tangible way beyond the, the written page. So what I do is, as you, um, you know, have seen in the la- at the end of each chapter, the last part are a couple of questions about that chapter. So I tell you, stockpile those. Just answer them right there. You can write in the book and just save that. And then at the end of the book, there is a program. Uh, It's my 10 days to a lifestyle of deeper sleep and dreams program. And you're going to one day at a time, no matter how long it takes you to finish the book, do that at your own pace. But then starting in 10 consecutive days, you're going to take those questions from each chapter, each of the 10 chapters, and we're going to discuss those. I drive you to a video where I basically tuck you in and pray over you. And we discuss that day, that chapter, that, those issues in your life. We're gonna pray the monsters out of your closet, get you a whole new wardrobe. We're gonna clean the junk out from under your bed. We're gonna deal with the voices in your head. And that's at the end of those 10 days, you're living it, you're doing it. And I'm I'm so thankful. And you, you both know this as authors. I'm so thankful when I hear from people, writing's a hidden work. And then you start hearing from those people, this really helped me. The book wasn't even a month old and I was starting to hear from people saying, I'm sleeping better and I'm dreaming more. So to me, I mean, that's so fulfilling when you combine the different mediums um, and that's why we do the
0: videos, that's why we do the program and it seems to be working.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So praise the Lord.
0: That's super helpful. What would you yeah. say, too, for somebody who has nightmares? Mm-hmm. What, yeah. do, what do we do with that? I think
3: a lot of people mistake warning dreams for nightmares. Warning dreams from the Lord. So tell so, about a warning
1: dream. Right. So An example
3: in the Bible. Okay, so as we said, there is the dream of, the, you know, the Christ child is in danger, Joseph. Take mm. Mary and the baby and get out of Egypt. That's one. You see Pharaoh, he had the two dreams, the seven fat cows got eaten up by the seven slim cows, on and on and on. Um, And so there's all these warning dreams where we are given like wartime intelligence. God is so good. He's so good. And I think of something you've said when I've sat with you before on on this couch and you said, sometimes I think I'm God's pet. I'm (laughs) God's pet because he loves me and he did this for me. Warning dreams are not scary to me, They feel like, to me, God is warning me, giving me a running start to get prepared or to pray against what I saw and prevent it entirely. So let's say you have a dream about a loved one and you see that maybe they've died or that they're in a horrible crash. You can look at it symbolically and say, they're really suffering. Their dreams are dying. I need to go and encourage them. Or the Lord may literally have you praying for their physical safety. He'll tell you, he'll tell you or do both, you know? Uh, but I just believe that there are people who legitimately are having night terrors and nightmares. And that is often uh, dealt with. First of all, you need to be a Christian. You need to have the Holy spirit working on you from the inside out. Many people need to go through a deliverance of sort. They've opened the door To these spirits, these demonic spirits, they've played with Ouija boards, tarot cards. Oh my goodness, we need a whole other show for this, but they have opened the door and they wonder why their sleep is disturbed. So there's that. And, and the Lord does want to deal with that. But more often than not, what you think is a nightmare is just a very kind warning from the Lord to allow you to participate with him and change the future. Really,
1: you're rewriting history. Say it again. That's so key. (laughs)
3: A warning dream is an opportunity from the Lord to partner with Him and literally, because of your prayers, adding to it, change the future.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) So have you seen this in your own life? You have an example of what that looks like? Oh my goodness, yes. So um, I will just tell you that, (laughs) I'm going to cry.
3: So I had a dream about, Oh, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. And in it, it was the day of my son's, it was the day of my son's wedding. And he had a friend that was coming in from another city and they were, he was just going to be an usher in the wedding. Well, I wake up to a dream that that usher is my daughter's future husband. And I was like, I don't know about this. I don't, I'm not quite so sure. And so I kind of pondered it. I wrote it down. I didn't go to my daughter with it. She's very prophetic. And I thought that would have been a little manipulative and kind of weird. Like some things a praying mother just ponders and prays about. And um, he left her life. Seven years, we didn't hear from him. And I had this all written down. Young men came. Young men went. And lo and behold, he comes into Nashville for a ministry trip. And he reenters our life. And I saved this letter... For Mm. their reception. wow! And I read it. I was her matron of honor and I read it at the reception because I felt like there was this ground for, you know, the Lord had warned. Like, so I didn't, I didn't steer her away from all of the others, but I knew, and I had to pray. I had to pray this boy back into her life. They married, they now have a son and it was one of the sweetest moments of the wedding.
0: That's (laughs) so cool. I want to encourage you, God has amazing things for you in your sleep, in your dreams. He's got amazing ways for you to know and experience, connect, and follow through with his plan and design in your life.
4: Do you long for deep, restorative sleep with dreams directly from the heart of God? For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Give It to God and Go to Bed, Stress Less, Sleep Better, Dream More by Laura Harris-Smith. This practical guide will help you increase your prayer life, bolster your faith, and help you sleep better. You will learn to hear God speak to you as you rest and discover how to speak back through prayer. We will also send you Marilyn's CD teaching Winning Over Worry and Renew Your Mind booklet, Sarah's booklet Getting the Upper Hand, and our Joy and Peace scripture card. And for your gift of $69 or more, we will send you our alabaster oil flask with frankincense oil, Set yourself and others free with the power of prayer and the anointing of oil. Give it to God and reclaim your sleep and dreams. Call or click today.
0: We're so glad, so glad you've watched this program. Laura, would you pray for our audience to really experience God's presence? I would love to. May I also pray for that to
3: happen as it results in their sleep? Yeah. Because I... I have a really a real heart for that. Well, Father, I thank you. There's nobody listening today by accident, uh, and so I thank you, Father, for those who have turned tuned in, and that you're going to help them to turn in. Lord, I'm thinking of. Um, I'm just looking here at the book cover. and There's two verbs in it, give and go. We've got to give it to God, we've got to go to bed. And so Father, I just pray for those within the sound of my voice, if they're having trouble with the giving, if that's you, if you are, you know, trying to take control of the reins of your life and you have a hard time once you get to bed, letting that go and giving it to God. I just speak over you right now, the Mm -hmm. ability to take yourself off of that throne. You're not in control of your life, Uh, it, it won't go very well if you allow that. And so I just pray over you, surrender, that you would surrender your heart, your life, your projects, your job. Did you know he wants to be involved in the minutia of your life? And as you invite him into that place and you experience, you practice his presence, you're gonna take that to bed with you every single night. So I just speak the rest of God over you, the peace of God over you, and sweet dreams in Jesus' name.
1: You know, I just want to say this to you. I love, thanks be unto God who always, now notice I say always, <laughs> leads us to triumph in Christ. So I always say the game is not over until I win, until <laughs> you win. Jesus makes you a winner.